This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, shifting our attention, though, to the debate around prayer in schools. Now, here in Alberta, there is a lot of school choice, and that includes a lot of religious school choice. There's, of course, an entire separate publicly funded Catholic school division. And there are all sorts of different religious programs, even some that exist, like Logos, within public school districts. But, of course, charter schools, private religious schools. If you want a religious education for your child, you've got a lot to choose from. Seems to me that public schools should not be, then, a place for religious education. I mean, kids can learn about religion. That makes a lot of sense. But, obviously, public schools should not be pushing any one particular religion or siding with any one particular religion. And I think that has a real and measurable impact on those who are not of that religion. And we've seen court rulings in Ontario and B.C. that have uh, established this as principle, that it is a violation of freedom of religion to force kids to pray or to force them to get up and leave while others pray. So this practice ended long ago in most of Canada, but in, in Alberta and Saskatchewan, it still exists. And defenders point to these guarantees around religious education uh, that were put in place around 1905 when those two provinces joined Confederation. So there are still some public schools in Alberta that do have the Lord's Prayer as part of the daily school routine. That included, up until this week, three schools at Pembina Hills Public School District. After a human rights complaint was filed, however, the school district decided not to fight that case and instead to end the practice. Now, we're going to hear in a few minutes uh, from Luke Fevin with the group A Pupil, Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. But I wanted to find out a bit more about this decision. So joining us on the line is Jennifer Tuninga, who is board chair for the Pembina Hills Public School District. Jennifer, welcome to the program. Sure. Uh, so, first of all, why, why was the Lord's Prayer part of uh, opening exercises at three of these public schools? Determine whether saying the Lord's Prayer was part of their tradition and culture. And uh, there was discussions and a vote was held by each school council. And at each, the request was then made uh, to enable the school to say the Lord's Prayer. So the board had respected the community's wishes in each case and passed a motion to make that possible. And how were non-religious families then to, to deal with that? Uh, participation is voluntary. If students wanted to leave the opening exercises, they could. They could also choose to stay and not to recite the prayer. And uh, it was an important lesson in tolerance for uh, differing beliefs for all students, well, those who it? recited and those who didn't. Wasn't that forcing students to, to basically self-identify their religious beliefs, to stand up and walk out of, of class? Uh, it was a it was a voluntary uh, participation if students wanted to participate or not. All right. Now these are public schools, not religious schools. Why why would um, imposing one religion be in keeping with with the public school's mandate? The constitutional legislative framework allows schools to recite the Lord's Prayer under certain conditions, and uh, that right has been in place since 1901, uh, and so. Uh, we had met those conditions in the consultation process at each school. But it wasn't a rotating prayer. It wasn't different faiths or anything like that. It was a, a one prayer, a very specific Christian prayer, correct? Uh, the Constitution is specific to uh, the Lord's Prayer and the conditions around that. 
Okay, so that was a decision made in 2015, a decision made this week, however, to stop the practice of reciting the Lord's Prayer. So why was that decision made? Uh, We had a complainant um, come before the Alberta Human Rights Commission, and uh, so the complainant and the school board entered into discussions to try to reach an agreement, and uh, that was not... uh, successful and therefore it was going to go to a tribunal of the human rights commission and so the board decided that with faced with uh, a very complex legal case that involves founding legislation that we would prefer to keep dollars in the classroom and uh, so we've ceased the recitation at the three schools right well i mean it sounds like mixed messages because you you presented it as a very straightforward constitutional issue, and, and yet now you say it's it's a complex legal case. Well, I think when it comes down to uh, a tribunal and possibly uh, moving on to the Supreme Court, because there are four different, uh, there's the Constitution Act, the Alberta Act, the Ordinance of the, of the Northwest Territories Act, and the School Act, and there are questions about what law overrides the other. And so it has never, there's never been a case that went all the way through the court system on it. So you don't buy the notion that this infringes on the rights of non-Christian families? I think we followed the process according to what is constitutional and and, uh, the legal framework is currently, and we followed that process in 2015. How many schools are in the Pembina Hills uh, Public School District? Uh, We have community schools, and um, we also have uh, online uh, an online school and then distance learning across the province. Right. I just mean that. So there were there's Busby School, Dunstable School, and Pemberton North Community Schools, where, where the schools in question where the prayer was being recited. Are there other public oh, schools in the district where the prayer was not part of the the school routine? Yes, we have 15 different communities. Right. Schools. Okay. Uh, so that, that's that's where things stand. Then the decision was made. Uh, the practice has ceased. Yes, it has. And what's, today. what's the reaction been? Uh, I've been getting different calls from media, and I've had uh, some parents call who, to express their opinion as well. Is there disappointment, would you say? Uh, so the, some, the parents that have called have expressed uh, disappointment with the decision, yeah. Wouldn't there still be an opportunity without it being an official part of the school opening exercises where, where it's in the classroom? Isn't there still an opportunity for students who wish to pray before school begins to, to find other ways of, of doing so? I guess that would be up to individual decision. All right, but there's no direction from any of these schools or from the board itself? No, there's no accommodations coming from the board itself for those schools. Okay. All right. Well, Jennifer, we appreciate you clarifying this for us, and uh, thanks for making some time here. Okay, thank you. Okay, so there you go. That is Jennifer Tuninga, chair of the Pembina Schools uh, District, board chair for the district. And they didn't want to end the practice, but the complaint was filed. They decided not to go ahead and fight it. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll come back. More thoughts on this. We're also going to hear from the uh, co-founder of A Pupil, Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. Uh, get their side of this. We're back with more right after this. Right, so once again, the issue of uh, Lord's Prayer in public schools coming to light. This time, a school board has uh, ordered three schools to stop the practice, but they're not happy about it, as you heard. 
Uh, but I guess the end result is the end result. Joining us uh, for some reaction is Luke Fevin, co-founder of A Pupil, Alberta's Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. Luke, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. Okay, your sense here, I, I get the sense, is that the school's doing the right thing, but they're they're going about it in the wrong way. Yes, absolutely. It's a shame that they've been forced into doing the right thing. And the biggest concern is really that um, the parents have been hung out to dry here uh, as it being their fault rather than the school taking on their responsibility with um, charter rights and um, uh, and uh, legal precedent that is on the parent's side here. Right, so... What did you make of the school's reaction, by the way, when you heard in that interview where they, they, they seem to maintain that they're in the right on this, but they don't want to actually have that tested before a tribunal? Well, as I teach my children, Rob, um, it's not always about whether you can. It's about whether you should. There are uh, multiple legal precedents from across Canada um, uh, Ontario in 1988 and then uh, the Supreme Court of BC in 1989 uh, that ruled that doing this, the majority religion, reciting the Lord's Prayer, um, denies minority non-Christians their charter rights. So a public school district should voluntarily be choosing not to do this. The fact that they are leveraging a loophole over a century old Um, to give a privilege, not a right, to give a privilege um, to a majority group of Christians is uh, is troubling, especially in the face of, uh, they say the the reason that they're not pursuing this is to save legal dollars um, from a human rights complaint. So even if we ignore the the two court cases that have already handed down uh, decisions that they could have followed, Saskatchewan, based on exactly the same piece of legislation that we have in Alberta, already had a human rights complaint that they could look at. And, in fact, I will read from uh, the... uh, That that Board of Inquiry recommends that. Uh, The Board of Education declined to direct that the Lord's Prayer be recited at the openings of schools. Uh, that, That was the result of the Human Rights Tribunal in Saskatchewan based on exactly the same legislation. So I think the school district has been completely disingenuous when they're putting it on the parents and saying that we don't want to pay the legal dollars for this. Um, I think they're they're playing to their Christian base. But as I said, concerningly, they seem to be prepared to throw minority parents under the bus for it. I had a text come in that suggested that this is somehow, this decision now, somehow trampling on the rights of Christians, as though by taking prayer out of school, you're, you're trampling on the rights of religious people. What would you say to that? Um, I, I hear this a lot in these kind of conversations. I mean, the, the bottom line is, when you've been privileged for a really long time, privilege starts to look like a right. And that's that's what we have here. There is no individual personal right to demand or claim that your child get to participate in school-led Lord's Prayer uh, in a public school in Alberta. That right does not exist. The only right that does exist is for a school board, and uh, I'll read uh, exactly from this. Um, so this is from the 1901 Northwest Territory School Ordinance. It's part of the Alberta Act. 
no religious instruction, except as here and after provided, shall be permitted in the school of any district from the opening of the school until one half hour previous to its closing in the afternoon, after which time any instruction permitted or desired may be given by the board. It shall, however, be permissible for the board of any district to direct that the school be open by the recitation of the Lord's Prayer. So the board has a right to direct a school to open with the Lord's Prayer, but that doesn't mean that it has to. It has no legal compulsion to do so. Nobody has a legal or right, uh, right-based um, ability to demand that it be so. But we do have charter rights that apply to everybody. And the fact that the school district thought that it was okay to um, deny families in their care their charter rights so that they could privilege this group of Christians is unacceptable. The idea that they actually let people vote on the rights of their neighbors is frightening. Absolutely appalling. And, I, and I've just got to say, um, when the board chair said that this was um, this promoted tolerance, this allowed uh, other people to, um, to to learn about other beliefs. No, it didn't. There was no tolerance there. No tolerance on the part of the majority Christians. Uh, no one else learning about other beliefs. Just the minority uh, suffering the tyranny of the majority which is actually a phrase from the original ruling. Um, And the judge said that this exact view was insensitive at at best. Um, So I think this could have been avoided. Um, Before I forget, I do actually just want to acknowledge the families that did stand up, Um, not just uh, the family that... Uh, filed the human rights complaint, but other families as well at other schools uh, that spoke up. Part of the reason this is a problem is because you can take such a beating in your community for asking for your charter rights in your public school. All right. Do we have any idea, Luke, of how many schools in Alberta now that these three have ceased the practice still do have the Lord's Prayer as part of the daily routine? No is the short answer. Uh, I know that the Edmonton Journal a little while ago uh, tried to poll public schools. Weird A Pupil also tried to poll them. Uh, The best thing I can do is give you uh, a best guess, which is between a dozen and 20 uh, public schools still do this, and that's not including religiously affiliated public schools. All right. So we've not heard the last of this then, I suspect. Sadly, there'll be more cases. Um, we know that it still goes on in, in the school that started this for me, Sturgeon Heights, in uh, the Sturgeon School Division still does this. Um, so, yes, this will continue. All right. Uh, well, folks, can find A Pupil on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash A Pupil, I believe. Luke, thanks for making some time for us here. Thank you. All right. Luke Fevin, co-founder of Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning, their reaction uh, to the developments in the Pembina Hills School District. Again, you wish to pray with your child at home, you're certainly free to do so. If you wish to pursue a religious education for your child here in Alberta, you're free to do so. But I think the courts have been pretty clear that having public schools impose a particular religion is a violation of freedom of religion. There's no reason for it. So, kudos to the school for doing the right thing, I suppose, but... 
It's too bad that they're lashing out at others in doing so. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.